Good morning, good morning. Welcome back to this wonderful, safe, hopefully inspiring space. My name is Bev uh, Chahonyo and this is Beverly Speaks. Today is Sunday, the 12th of April, so happy Easter. Uh, Wherever you're listening from, I hope this brings you inspiration. I want to talk today about our new normal. I ventured out of the house yesterday for the first time in a very long time. And everywhere you looked, there were people wearing masks, surgical masks or homemade masks uh, or N95 masks. And the mandate here in, in Kenya right now is that as long as you're out in public, even if you're in a private vehicle, if you're driving your car, you have to wear a mask. So those uh, people I came across who uh, some were wearing masks and some were not, and I'll talk about that in a bit. But it seemed so weird. It looked like the scene from a post-apocalyptic... Wow, that word has given me a trouble. Post-apocalyptic movie. It was so eerie. There were people um, in suspicious masks peeking over and you could see their suspicious eyes moving back and forth we would look at one another suspiciously as we passed one another whether driving or or walking um or riding and you could see the suspicion in everybody's eyes it just looked so weird it was such a sad sight to behold and then you could tell the haves and the have-nots based on those who could afford a mask and those who could not and that to me was even uh, sadder than having to wear the masks and then you could tell the cans and the cannots based on those people who were out running errands or had to be out doing one thing or another as opposed to those people who had to be out earning a living because there's still people who have to work and feed their families and that made me so sad that we live in a world where you know wealth is opulent and yet at the same time uh, there are those who cannot afford a daily meal uh, there was this eerie silence it was just weird as much as it was during the day um, because it was within the hours where we we're allowed to move uh, outside of the curfew, it was there was just this eerie, eerie silence. Yes, there were people going about their business, but there was just this something hanging in the air. It struck me that the world is sick. Uh, the world, the people are sick, and there's this thing hanging over all of us. But it also struck me that the earth is healing. There was more green there were more birds there were more you know i saw a couple of squirrels and the air was fresher it was cleaner so the earth is healing uh is benefiting but the world is hurting and that is such a i don't know it it really really just struck me but i try to come here not to speak sadness or to scare you or to spread fear I try to um, instill hope and spread hope so I want to talk about a couple of random acts of kindness that I witnessed this week as I went about my week and I checked in on a couple of people a couple of friends two of them said something very um, interesting to me they said that you know let me explain the context, context first uh, in Africa. Uh, it's easier to have 
um, house help or domestic help uh, where people come in and they help you with you know housework cooking cleaning um, it, it's cheaper I know that sounds almost elitist but it's is it's a fact it is easier to do it here in Africa so a couple of my friends talked to me about their nannies and both of these young ladies <laughs> I have known for a while uh, they talked about how their nannies had young kids you know below the age of five and because of that they had asked their nannies to move their children into their homes so that their children would be safe uh, and fed and 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 their nannies could also save uh, time and save some money because they wouldn't have to pay for somebody to watch their kids while they were at work and that meant there was no back and forth commuting uh, which uh, meant that there was less chance of them uh, getting catching the disease or spreading it to their loved ones especially their children who were at home while they were working um, and one of them even said she doesn't have to do any work while she's here it just helps to know that she is safe and that she has peace of mind because her child is safe and her child is playing with my children and it just makes for a happier home because there's laughter in the home and I felt that that was a ray of hope in a very dark time, a ray of hope in a very dark world. And so I want to commend those two ladies. Uh, they hopefully know who they are. If they do not, I will make a point of reaching out to them. So my um, inspiration for you today, firstly, is spread hope. Uh, the second thing I want to talk about real quick, because I don't like these to be drawn out. I want to talk about an experience I had uh, about nine years ago in 2012. I broke my leg shattered both bones in my lower leg long story short it took me over six months to be able to put any weight on that leg after surgery uh, and they had put pins in my leg and and metal rods uh, and then after the three months it took me sorry after the initial six months of being on crutches it took me another three months to be able to walk without assistance which means without a crutch uh, that brings us to nine months and then thereafter 12 months later I had to go back in for surgery for them to remove the metal um, I'll make this very brief as my leg was healing I had to go in for almost weekly initially weekly uh, reviews with my doctor um, and I remember I was so frustrated because every week I would carry one shoe because uh, <laughs> it was casted up all the way to the bottom. I'd carry one shoe and I'd say, today's the day I'm going to walk again. Today's the day I'm going to use my shoe again. Today's the day I'm going to put weight again. Today's the day I get back to my old normal uh, and away from this new normal. And it's, you know, after the second surgery, it took about a month and a half for me to be able to put weight and walk unassisted, which means it healed faster. I want to talk about something my doctor called classif calcification. Calcification. It means that when the bone broke, as it began to heal, the calcium uh, that healed and formed the new bone became strong. And my doctor explained to me that it was stronger than the original bone, that this bone that had grown was stronger. And what I want to come out with this saying is that we will come out stronger we will come out stronger as a human race, as a people. We will come out stronger as individual nations and individual families and people. But that depends on how we use our time now and the random acts of kindness more than anything that we should keep spreading. I want to encourage you today to reach out to somebody 
and spread love. I want you to reach out and spread hope. It doesn't matter how scared you are. Spread hope to somebody who needs it. Somebody who could use a listening ear. Somebody who could use a virtual hug. Don't put yourself in danger or somebody else, but spread hope. So my messages for today, number one, you know, engage in random acts of kindness. And number two, spread hope wherever you go, whatever you're doing, however small it may seem to you, it matters to somebody else. Again, this is Bev Chahonyo from Beverly Speaks. Have an awesome Easter weekend and I will be speaking with you in a week. I love you. Bye-bye.